Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whatever the numbers read on your clock at this specific moment in time that words roll off my tongue, flow over my lips, into the mic, and through your speakers, penetrating your ear canals and stimulating your brain. Welcome to From the Mind of Mr. L. What's going on, everybody? Mr. L back here, episode nine. I appreciate you guys for continuing to rock with me thus far. Hopefully, I'll continue to bring you guys something good to listen to. Uh, I'm low-key excited about this episode this week, but we'll get into that later. Right now, I want to know, as always, how y'all feeling? It's been two weeks since last I talked and you listened. So how you feeling? What's been going on? Anything new? You guys can always email me at fromthemonomrl at gmail.com, Instagram from the Mr. L, and Twitter, FRM. T-H-E-M-I-N-D-O-F-M-R-L. All right. Let me know what's going on in your lives. Also, just want to check and make sure y'all doing good mentally, sexually, emotionally, spiritually, and physically. I want to make sure all those healths are covered. All right. Um, I was going to do this now but i'm gonna wait until after i introduce the speaker that we have or guest my co-host for the evening i'm not even gonna call him a guest although he's the third person to officially be on from the mind of mr l podcast i met him through kinks with kiki and uh it's been dope getting to know this dude i've been a guest on his podcast which is the idiosyncratic podcast um yo i appreciate this dude but i'm gonna go ahead and let him introduce himself however whatever fashion he wants to do so Go ahead, man. The mic is yours. George Cruz, content creator, Liddy Connoisseur, et cetera, et cetera. And that's at G-E-0-R-G-E-C-R-E-W-S. The O is a zero because there's other George like me. No relation to Terry Cruz. Hey, you had to let that one be known. Terry Cruz, man. That <laughs> but yo, welcome my my guy George to the show. Once again, that's spelled with a zero because there is no other George like him. Gotta let that part be known, right? No other George is a common name, but I'm very rare. That's dope. So George, real quick, because I've always wanted this. And even, I, well, I listened to the podcast episode where I think you, you were explaining it a little bit. But for my listeners, who aren't familiar with the content that you create and the idiosyncratic podcast, the brand that is George Cruz. Like what does idiosyncratic mean? Okay. So idiosyncratic means peculiar eccentric. How I came up with the name was I was giving one of my guys an idea for something. And he said, yo, that's re- You're a real elusive dude. I don't know. I didn't know at the time. I didn't know what elusive mean. And when I don't know what something mean, I look up the definition. I'm not afraid to say, yo, I don't know what that means. So I'm going to look it up. I'm either ask you or I'm going to look it up myself. Right. So I looked it up and I was like, okay, I like this word. And I looked what I do when I find a new word, I like to find synonyms. So I was looking up the synonyms and I saw idiosyncratic and I was like, yo, that's a, that's a, I like that word. It's, it's, it's rare. I never heard it before. So I was like, yo, I'm going to go with this. So when I first started my podcast, it was originally the idiosyncratic guy, but I dropped the guy part because I wanted to keep it generalized. I don't want to make it just all about me. I want even my guests to come on to make, make because I handpick my guests. I don't just bring anybody on. So I'm like, my guest is idiosyncratic, just like myself. Like it's, They have that 
Genesee Quad. So ever since then, that word stick with me. People think I made it up. I'm like, yo, that's a real word. You can look it up in the dictionary. Like, that's not my word. But I appreciate those who, you know, give me that credit for that word. Right. I ain't even gonna lie to you, man. When I uh, when I was a guest on your podcast, it took me about, maybe about three days to actually figure out how to say idiosyncratic. Because <laughs> right. I'm just sitting here. All right, idiosyncratic. Nah, that's not it. Like, I, it took me a minute. It took me a minute. But you said another word that you quite often say on your podcast. Je ne sais quoi. What does that mean? That's French for it's something about them. And that's always been my case. Like, I mean, from love to hate. It's always been, like in high school, I'll start with the hate part. It was always like guys would be hating on me like, yo, what do girls see in him? Why do they chill with him? And the women love me. And some would even say I had two exes that Avia said, it's just something about you. And that's where I learned what je, the je ne sais quoi, you know, I was because at the time I was taking French class and I was looking up words. And right, right, right. That, that's what that, so that's what je ne sais quoi means. It's something about him, her, or it. Big titty women. You have a certain je ne sais quoi about you. Just want to let you know. But, um, <laughs> but that's dope. And then you got your logo. Uh, explain the logo for me because I, I think it's fire. Okay, so I'm big on balance. Um, one of the biggest um, items of balance is yin yang or yin yang, how uh, they say it. And I always saw myself as a black sheep. And the white wolf, so, and for those who can't see it, um, the logo is basically uh, yin-yang or yin-yang, depending on, you know, what culture you're from. Right. And the, the yin is the sheep, is a black sheep, which I always see myself as I'm the black sheep of the family. I'm big on, I'm, not even just my family, I'm, I've always been the outcast, like that, hence the way idiosyncratic come from. Like I've always been the outcast, always been that guy I was real, definitely dive into, I'm sure. And the white wolf, white wolf acts, um, it has different de uh, definitions, but I like that it, it describes courage, valor, which is like big on victory. So I've always been courageous. i am been the guy since high school. I'm in the front and I'm not leaving to everybody good. So it always described me best. So I went with those two and, you know, I, I like wolves and I like sheep too. It's well, black sheep. I like black sheep. And I like wolves, and white wolves are very rare. So I just took those two, blend them together, and boom, that's how it came. So I, if you ever see me say ye shall, that's what ye shall mean. It's spelled Y-I-S-H-Y-A-W-O. Y-I, ying, S-H, sheep, Y-A, yang, W-O, wolf. First two letters of each of those. Dope. Hey, you just told me something. So I appreciate that. <laughs> um... And y'all can go see his logo over on his Instagram page, which he already gave you that information, but I'll make sure it's typed into the descriptions of the episode. What can people expect, like, listening to your podcast? Listen, I'm, I, one day I could be talking about, you know, what's going on in my life. Next minute, I could be with a guest talking about something I thought about. And that's why I like bringing certain people on because I'll have an idea. So, right. like I said, I handpick my guests because, like, I sometimes will be – chilling on the couch and I'll think about something. So I'll be like, who would be good to have this convo with? Like who, who can compliment this? Like who can bring in a good thing? Cause I want to educate and entertain. So when I bring a guest, on, I want to learn something as well. I want to make sure when I finish recording, I'm like, see, this is why I brought you on. I want to learn something. So 
I always bring people on because I have like a plethora of ideas. And I always tell people that's newcomers, they say, what's the best way to describe your podcast? I say, think about it as either you're a nosy neighbor or you're my therapist. You know, that's how it is. Okay, okay. That's that's dope. Y'all definitely make sure you go check it out. Um, I'm going to be plugging him all night long or whenever you're listening to this. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up, and one thing that I really appreciate about you, uh, two things then. This dude is always encouraging me. He giving me something like he was one of the first people to hit me up when I started the podcast and he supported me. So I want to say thank you for that. Appreciate that. Secondly, another thing that stands out about you. I, what's your, what's your ethnicity? All black earth thing. I am a watermelon and chicken. Well, I, yeah, yeah, I eat watermelon. Yeah, I eat watermelon. All right, I'm not the guy why people don't eat watermelon. They say it's tasteless. They just, they just getting the wrong watermelon. <laughs> I'm from the South. We known for eating watermelon down here. You just, you got to get the right watermelon. It's delicious. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm black for those who didn't catch on today. I'm black. All right. I, I know my mom told me I have like Native American background, but that's like, you know, all, back, people, all black people say that. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we all mix somehow, but no, nah, I'm, I'm no, black. Cool. And so the reason I brought that up is because it's, it's something I've noticed about you and that you talked about on your podcast. You buy a lot of black. You don't do a whole bunch of name brand name names when it comes to when it comes to clothing or different things. Why is that? Like what, what got you going with that? I'm glad you said that because I'm actually about to do a YouTube video on that. Why? Because somebody asked me, like, why you do like black owned? So to uh, give it roughly, growing up. I grew up in the hood, Roosevelt, Long Island. They always, I met a guy. I'm, I'm going to dive deeper into it, you know, a little later, but right. I met a guy and he told me, like, you know, when so he first met me. What, though? What was that? I didn't catch it. I said, I met a guy. I'm from Roosevelt. Before that, that you said they were going to get into later. That's what I'm talking about. You said you, you were something. I didn't I'm from Roosevelt, Long Island, because a lot of, when the people hear Long Island, they think so, white people. I thought you said I'm a dumb, and I was like, Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, this is I, I, right. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't characterize myself as like, you know, we'll get into it later. I'm like, okay. He's, he's no, but um when I tell people I'm from I grew I grew up in Roosevelt, Long Island, people think, oh, Long Island, white guy, but it's, no, that was definitely the hood, like. No white people at all. Only white person we had was this Hispanic dude we call White Rob. Like, so back to the story, long story short, the dude said, you know, he asked me, do you play ball? I was like, nah. He was like, do you rap? I was like, nah. He was like, well, you want to get out the hood, you got to either do one or the other. But fast forward to these years, like, I see a lot of black people doing more than just rapping and bowling. They're doing a lot of stuff. So... With me, I like upcoming stuff because, like, I want up and coming. Let me separate up and coming because it brings a fresh new thing. Like, I like when people walk up to me and say, yo, where did you get that? I like what you're wearing. I like that shirt. I like them shorts. I like, you know, the hoodie, whatever. And it's, it feels good to say I got this from Blase Blah. It's black owned because we do more than just rap and just ball. Like, we got that. So I'm definitely big. And I... I want us to win. I want black people to win. So I have no problem supporting any and everything black owned. So that's how it came about. That's dope. I support it. Um, I'm trying to transition into that. Like I'm trying to find local spots because I also want to, you know, cater to the local black people from where I'm from. I right. want to see them get built up. 
and I commend you for it. Uh, what you what you rocking tonight? You got any? Oh, I got. I, I'm, I'm all right. So I, I knew this was we was gonna get a little nasty on here. So I got my Unradio Unruly shirt from my girls over at Unradio Unruly, Taylor in Virginia. Okay. You have to go listen to their podcast. It's Unrated Unruly, not Unrated and Unruly. Guys had read that. And my snapback. This is from Lunch Money. Uh, this is another black-owned joint. Definitely go check them out. They don't have this this uh, snapback anymore. You know, this is a classic. Yeah, okay. a classic right there. The original. It's gonna be worth. It's gonna be worth some. You know, some hundred thousands and some millions down the line. All right. And um, I mean, if we, I mean, it's a nasty podcast anyway. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. It, it wasn't intentionally, but um, I just recently found this black-owned um underwear line. Draws D R A W L Z. Right. Definitely go check them out. Real comfortable. Hey, I'm gonna have to get you to send me that information. Like, hey, yo. I would. I, I love to be comfortable when I'm when I'm chilling in the podcast. Hell yeah, you, 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 yo! Listen, I, and I tested out when I bought them. I was stretching out. I was like, yeah, because you know, did you, I did like you I, like little dick swing. Make sure you had enough room in there. Exactly, like, man. Exactly. So definitely yeah, check them out. Right. Hey, that's dope. Cool. Well, let's let's keep going. First, I've started recently uh, on the podcast, the Kink of the Week. Um, I don't know if you've heard that so far, but I had, a, I had a listener. She was like, hey, I think it'd be great if you did this. Thought about it. Boom. So here we go. We got a kink of the week. Just anything kinky, filthy, sexual related that you did this week. Like for myself, it wasn't anything that I personally did, but it's an idea, a thought that I had that I didn't necessarily think that I would have had or wanted. I was listening to the Heart of Soft podcast the other day. Um, we just, we giving everybody a plug this episode, I guess. But they were they had a a, a woman on checks. <laughs> they had a woman on there who uh, she was a professional foot. I don't know if professional would be the right word, but she's a foot model, like an OnlyFans foot model. Mm. And she got like men to pay for feet pictures, feet videos, to the point where they're flying her out, paying for her to step on them, to do different things that foot fetish guys do. I myself am not a foot fetish person i don't knock it for the ones who are even though i don't understand it i don't knock it enjoy yourself and on the episode like she gave um a guy who they know a foot job and it wasn't anything like i I didn't see anything didn't see it happen couldn't really hear anything but i thought and i was like you know what i wouldn't mind that at least one time just to try and see what it's like now once again i'm not a foot person Right. I've, only, I've only sucked toes once in my life. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I, it's, it's something really, it's not that I, that I, no, I didn't care to suck toes before then. I didn't really like feet growing up. And then I started coming around to it. It was a young lady I was dating. We was in missionary getting it in. Her legs were in the air. And I just looked yeah. at them and I was like, yeah. yeah, they right there. Like, I'm a, let's see what happens. I've heard good things. So if this produces a good result, we'll see. So, I'm not opposed to sucking toes, but I'm just not a foot fetish person. So I was surprised at myself, like, yo, I want to try this. It might just be the nasty nigga in me, but that was uh, that was my little kink of the week, a little kink thought. Did you you have anything go down this past week? I've been looking more into, like, enhancing my foreplay. I love foreplay. Um, Hold that thought, don't go too deep, because I actually had that for later on in the in the podcast. 
Okay, but uh, to keep it, you know, just to answer it, I've definitely been looking into a lot of things because I, I like the, the build-up. I love the build-up. Not even saying, like, I love the build-up. So I've been, that's what I've been looking into lately. Okay, all right. That's what's up. Dope. Y'all hit me up. Let me know the kinky things you've been doing. We're still in a pandemic. I know things are starting to open up a little bit more, but we still want to live our best sexual lives uh from a distance so whatever ideas creative things you guys do let me know so i can let us know all right how have you been george like since the pandemic started matter of fact since i talked about a little bit like how how things in your life i guess changed gotten better gotten worse anything you'd like to share i know on the last episode that you had you had the makeup artist on there uh, i forgot her name but like y'all what is it charisma charisma y'all go check the episode out i promise you if you don't feel motivated afterwards salute to you man i appreciate yo, that. i was sitting there working i was listening and got to the part where y'all you know was sharing your stories like hey i had this happen i have i've had that happen i had right to, i had to get it that way and i'm at work thing and i'm hyped like i'm like all right yo I got yeah like don't give up i'm not giving up not limiting myself any just in different aspects of my life so um yeah man how how's how's life been for you in the past year since everything has, has changed so when i t- when people ask me like what's my life been in the pandemic i always tell them i feel like i had my l's taken a year prior so i learned a long time ago like yo i gotta get my own thing because you don't want to get fired from a job etc cetera, etc cetera. right I would say what I learned from the pandemic is I need to really get out my comfort zone because I have a lot of skills, talent. One thing I'm good in is networking. I mean, that's how we met. Right. I'm not, I'm a, I'm an extrovert, so I have no problem. And yo, I've had, I've had a couple of people hit me up with other podcasts just because of, of George. Like it's amazing when you can market without even attention in marketing. Just, yo, I'm going to put my dude on here talk. And I'm mad. No, they I, like, yo, I appreciate that because I always tell people I'm, I feel like I'm a vessel. Like someone told me a long time ago that everyone has a purpose in life. My thing is I'm good at creating content. That's why I say I'm a content creator because I'm good at creating content. And I also feel like I'm a vessel. Like I can connect people from, from the East coast to the West coast. Like I'm good like that, you know, just figuratively speaking. Right. So I'm like, yo, this is what I learned. Like I, I would say I definitely benefit from the pandemic. It definitely awoken a beast in me. Like I said, prior to it, I went, I got laid off from a job and, you know, I was on employment, this and that. And it just awoken a beast like this and that. But then when the pandemic happened, everything slowed down. As me being an extrovert, I'm used to meeting people face to face. It gave me a new avenue. Okay, so how I'm going to do this? How I'm going to uh, meet these people so, you know, salute to Zoom, even though y'all kind of cock block because I used to let it be like a million people before, you know, whatever. But whatever, get your money worth. But now, nah, like, it definitely taught me, like, this is my purpose. Like, anything I do, I know that it's, a, like, I, like I said, I'm a vessel. It's going to bring on people. Man, I, I, I am Noah, and content creating is my arc. <laughs> Yeah, he said, I'm bringing it to you, bringing it to you, <laughs> two, two, two. let's go. That's dope. 
That's dope. And when people, when you, when you have like a good aurora, you have a good personality, people can look and be like, yo, I think this is a genuine dude. I'm going to go with, with what he's recommending me, what he's telling me to do, who he's telling me to meet. So that's what's up, man. All right. Now let's get to know you in a different aspect. All right. All right. Uh, whenever I have guests on, I'd like to ask a few questions just to get you warmed up to our audience or our audience warmed up to you. They get to know you better. All right. All right. Some of them are a mix of sexual questions. Some may be regular. Answer to whatever comes to your mind first. All right. All right. So question number one. All right. I've had, uh, I've had one of my friends on who was a gay bisexual man. Um, so how do you identify yourself? Heterosexual, all day, every day. Girls, 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 I do adore. Put your number on the paper, because I love to date you. All right, <laughs> start wrapping and hold on this. On this <laughs> uh, all right, so you said you like girls. Now, I know that a lot of men, even myself, like I prefer both or either there can be less of one, more of the other. Are you an ass or titty man? Mm, so I went, I converted because in high school I was a titty man, but then I look at it like, I think I'm an ass man. And I guess I will wait, I'll wait till we get to the foreplay aspect of it. But I still definitely, because I, I'm, I'm realistic. And obviously when we meet somebody, the first thing we notice about them is the external part, their physical aspects and if I see a nice pair of boobs, I'm like, yeah, okay, cool. But I, I yeah, I, I like, so you know what? No, but even see, that's why I'm, I'm being realistic. Even saying that I still want to go towards the boobs. Cause I've always been like, and cause I like cuddling and I like just smothering in some nice boobies that and oh, you can tell I do this. I'm using the word boobies. So you got the, you got the reverse backpack going on. Kind of you like know, she, right. she's supposed to be your backpack, but you turn over it, and so your face. <laughs> it's like it's you know no. I, I don't know if I should say this right now because I'm. I Go ahead. Go ahead. No, because I like missionary. So it's like, how much does the ass really play in that part? So that's what I say. I like boobs. Like, I, but I'm a big. I love cuddling. So yeah, I, boobies. Save the boobies. All right. Okay. Fuck breast cancer. Fuck breast cancer. Fuck all cancers. Fuck all cancers. Yeah, of course. But um, but you uh, actually, I think I deleted that question. So we're good. All right. So what's your choice of drink? I know, you know, it can vary depending on what's the setting around you. But you know, you just want to wind down for the night, relax, kick it, warm up a now, little. I'm sorry. What's, what's choice? my choice of what? Drink, beverage, alcoholic beverage. Oh man, dude, <laughs> I will drink deodorant if I could. <laughs> well, nah, you know, I want to sound like an alcoholic. So <laughs> I want to sound like an alcoholic. I didn't expect the podcast to end this soon, but my man. <laughs> no, nah, um, if, if I had a choice. All right. I think, because you know what it is, I always like, especially around summer. I I used to always, and I say used to because last summer was kind of, eh, but I always have like a themed drink for the summer. What I seem to really lean towards is tequila. 
that seemed what I seemed to more lean towards the most. But I like I think I think it depends on my mood though, because like when I want to feel like real laid back and not because I've talked to a lot of older people, I know their thing is they get the um they get like whiskey or bourbon on the rocks, um, real neat as they say. Right. So I, I I adapted that adopted that I'm sorry, but now all in all I think tequila is my because you know what it is tequila always made me talk about pussy it always made it always made me talk about pussy for some reason I drink tequila I talk about you know, I every and people will tell you that every time oh, I drink so is that is that your favorite drink to to have sex on or do you not drink it and, and have sex. I know, I know. I oh, I've definitely had drunk sex. Definitely have, and right, right. I and it's definitely because I I mix a lot, but definitely tequila has been in that mix because it always started with I drink tequila. Da, 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 da. Yo, what does good pussy mean to you? Like male, female? I always it's like tequila bring that out of me. So I'm gonna go with tequila. Tequila. All right. Okay. So tequila is it gets you to start talking about pussy to talking yes. into some pussy. I got you. All right. So how do I want to form this question? Just say it. I forgot what it was. It was something that you said and it triggered another question in me, and I forgot what it was. I'm slipping. But what's your go-to porn category? Mmm. Good thing. So, all right. I guess this is what I'll tell. So, I love amateur. I love because um, we going. I'm gonna give a little plug real quick. Salute to Kiki, Kings with Kiki. Um, I told her on that our ep- the episode that she was on my podcast called Porn Is a Scam, and we talk about that because a lot of people look at porn and it's like a lot. I'm not gonna say porn not real because obviously they're having real sex, but. It give a it give a fantasy, so don't always base it off of it. Right. But what I do, I like to feel something that I can relate to. So I always go to amateur porn because it's like y'all just like me. Y'all just want to record. Y'all want to show people, yo, I get it in the bed. So it feel right. Cause and the thing with me is I've been sexually active since I was a teen. And I've I watched like documentaries and stuff, um, which we'll, I'm sure we'll dive into later. And I've learned that a lot of times, a lot of porn scenes are edited. And somebody who's now content creating and doing documentaries and all that stuff, I'm learning like, okay, this is where they stopped it. I can now tell when a video was edited or not. Or, and even I watched um, one time, I saw that they, stop the porn and they brought in a new person to try to make it seem like it was the old person. Yeah. Um, I can't remember the exact point, but it was with Mr. Marcus who I've talked to, by the way. And, yeah. I've, I've, I've had, the podcast or was this like face to face? No, no, this was like, this was years prior. Like I've, okay. I talked to Mr. Marcus a long time ago. Um, I, it was when he was first releasing his book and I just wanted to know, like, the aspects of porn and stuff. I never wanted to be a porn star, but I was going to release a porn sex tape. But I guess we'll talk about that a little later, too. But he just gave me, like, a few pointers. And he – one thing I learned from him, I always, it always stick by me. He said, never forget where you came from, but remember why you left. So that's why that stick to me. And he, you know, gave me a few pointers, like, 
is a lot of editing going on, a lot of stuff behind the scenes. So that's why with anything, even just like a regular movie, yeah. I always like to see the behind the scenes stuff because you never know what really happened or what was edited in. So, yeah. Did you check out the, the King Kong and Godzilla movie? Not yet. All right, all right. But you could talk about it if you want. I don't care. No, nah, no. Nah, I was just going to ask your take on it because I'm a, I'm a tough movie critic as well. I always go for amateur, but it's usually like it might be something specific. So it could be like amateur. So what's your, what's your opinion on it? What is my opinion on it or my go-to category? Oh, no. I, I was talking about the King Kong, but we could go back to the oh, uh, We'll save that. We'll save that for, for later. Um, all right, cool. But yeah, like you, I'm, 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 I'm critical of movies in general. So if I, I expect, it doesn't have to be perfection, but it's gotta be good or great. It has to live up to the hype that you're making it to be in the trailer. Same thing kind of with porn to me, you know, right. depending on what website, I'm a Tasty Blacks guy. So if I'm scrolling through and I, I, I select amateur, now it's giving me different amateur videos and you know how you hover your finger over it, it'll play the trailer. So like, yeah, the trailer looks good, but when I get into it, how's it gonna look? And like right. said, the porn industry is, is acting, you know, for the most part, it's acting. They want to create an illusion. So you see things, they want you to see things that they want you to see, not what you're actually seeing. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I'm a, I'm an amateur guy because of that as well. And I like to sometimes like imagine, Hey, that's me smashing shorty right there. Something like that. Because let's face it. Ava divine is one of my favorite porn stars. The chances of me fucking Ava Devon are slim to none. But the chances of me fucking a shorty that looked like this one in an amateur video, greater chance than that. So I enjoy seeing that and just like, all right, this is realistic. This is what that's actually perspective, yeah. Um, in all aspects. So that's dope. All right, so amateur. Is there like any specific amateur? You know, they got like different, like amateur blowjobs, amateur doggy, or even, nah, they don't do that shit. They don't do the little... It's not. I don't see a lot of a lot of role playing amateur porn. Um, throwback. I had a, a guest on my girl Mean Queen. We were actually watching a porn on while we were recording, and the girl they she was in the laundry room, and I that's when I was we were talking about how certain guys have like um, I guess you would say a fetish of sniffing panties and all that crap, and I'm like. When I watch porn, I won't watch people fuck. I don't want to watch, you know, like that. That's the point of me. Why? And even right. with me, whenever you watch the porn, is I came to enjoy this, get my nut off for the time, right? My nut off, right? And like even with that, at the time, and that's why I always credit her because she was the first. Like at the time when we recorded, it was uh, I was three years ago. She said it like I told, like I didn't. It, I went years, like I. I'll tell you now, from two thousand and six to that was recorded in, I'll say two thousand and seventeen. I didn't watch porn. I really gave it up because I'm like, I'm living this life. I don't need porn this and that. But I grew to realize, like, porn. You know, porn is healthy in a in a, in a certain aspect. Let me say because. I looked at it as why should I watch porn? I'm getting it in in real life. But then it's like, it's nothing wrong because whenever somebody, because even when I tell people I don't masturbate, they be like, what? Like, I'd be like, I watch it just for the entertainment. Like, I'm learning, like, which we'll so get into when we talk about foreplay. But so you don't, you don't masturbate? 
No, I don't. I don't masturbate. I don't like at all, even outside. I, I, I'm getting who into. Just, so I, this way, I will plug you in. I'm getting into it because, like you said, like well, if they go listen to the episode where you was on, it's different ways of doing it and you know different toys and all that crap. Because I, I like to bust my nut. Let's call it baby. I, I want to bust a nut, so it's cool. But I can't sit there and just you know, ejaculate, like, just jerking my, you know, my hand on my dick. I need, like, some type of stimulation, so maybe that's why I, I've been looking into fleshlights and stuff thanks to you, so salute to you for putting me on to that, because I'm like, that's really what I'm, you know, looking, not saying I don't, I don't value it. I love women, I don't, I'm not, I won't, I'm not saying I would never, I will never, never replace y'all with a toy. I want to make that very clear. But it's crazy. They keep they keep coming up with new toys, which is fun. I got an episode toy advocate all day, every day, using them solo or using them with a partner. But it's like they keep bringing out toys. I saw somebody sent me um, the video of this dildo that penetrated, but at the same time vibrated. And it's just like some dudes would they would they get scared of it. Like, yo, I have to I have to compete with this. Nah, I can't do that. But then you have a lot of women who are just like, hey, listen, it doesn't matter what kind of toy they come out with. As long as the dick is good and I'm enjoying it, it will never, the toy will never compare to it. So it's funny you say that because I spoke to my cousin and then I had you on my podcast, which I could definitely credit you both, is I had that mindset, not not really necessarily, but I never thought about bringing any type of toys in my sexual relations, but my cousin who's in a committed relationship, he was like, yeah, you know, he would use a toy this and that. And then he, I said, so why would you, you're in a committed relationship? He said, it's to enhance the fun. I don't feel less masculine or nothing like that. It's like, my goal is to please my woman. I would never feel like, this toy can outdo me because if I leave, she can still use the toy, but she's still going to miss me. And that's how I looked at it. Then when I talked to you, who's um, knowledgeable of that type of stuff, I was like, that's why I, ne- like, up until, like, you and my cousin is the reason why I started looking up fleshlights. I didn't buy one yet, but I'm still looking up because the reason I didn't buy one yet, and that's why I give you credit, because I didn't know it was, like, the, the different skin determines the pleasure, like so, I definitely. So you want to definitely read your reviews, you know, see, right. see what they're saying about it, um, and then it's the the lube. The lube is what you want to. If you're getting the fleshlight, make sure you get lube. Like whenever I whenever I masturbate, I'm using coconut oil. Get a lubricant because certain materials they they soak in that coconut oil, and that's what I believe what's happening with my fleshlight. Uh, I haven't done too much, like actual research into it but based off of my experiences it's been soaking up and i would be using a lot more coconut oil than i normally would if it was just um it, <laughs> I, you, I, i'm sorry i'm laughing because you talk about coconut oil i use coconut <laughs> i think we're gonna turn it off. i use coconut oil on my face <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> It has as many benefits. That's all I'm saying. Beneficial. You can you can use it for multiple things. <laughs> People use it to cook with. You put it on your face. Right. I use it to beat my dick. We good. Multi-purpose right there. Exactly. 
But that's cool because I was going to honestly ask you about that because we did talk about that on your podcast. We went through some sex toys and I was going to check and see if you had uh, pulled the trigger during the pandemic and got one. We know that you're looking, so that's... Yeah, not yet. I'm still looking because I want to make sure, like, because I want to... I love... That's why I always say, like, where, even with my podcast, I like to be educated and entertained. I want to make sure, like, I get it right because... Um, I just looked up something that said lambskin condoms not even good. I never used one, but they said it's not it's good for preventing pregnancy, but it's not good for preventing diseases. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Like I always like to do my research on stuff. So I have not brought a fleshlight yet, but I have been window shopping. Um, yeah, definitely. I, I've been in workshops and stuff like that. So you know, I keep myself. You know, I keep my brain intact, but right, right. Plus, like, yeah, comes- I um, I ended up having to throw mine away that I had. I broke it somehow, and then like the materials on the outside started to deteriorate. I promise I wasn't using it like that. Oh, I was about to say, can we talk? About, how did you break it? It. It was like whatever the skin texture was was made out of. Parts of it started to rip. And then on the outside, like paint was chipping because mine was. Is this your way of trying to brag how big your dick is? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I mean, I, listen, I'm co- I'm a heterosexual man. I'm comfortable with this kind of talk. <laughs> it's nah, because I don't. I'm not a person who's just be like, oh yeah, it's such and such, because my dick. Bite. Yeah, my dick ripped through that lamb. <laughs> nah, I don't even lie to people like that. <laughs> the job done is a nice size. If you've seen it, you've seen it. If you haven't, what? But uh, talk that talk, dog. I'm just saying, I get the compliments back. You know, always. Listen, I'm not even gonna do it. Uh, One of one of my there are like certain compliments I like their sex, and for for somebody to just be like, oh, it's so thick, or or see, that's one of the things I wanna. I'm, I'm gonna let you guide it because that's that's something that's why I said with the foreplay. I'm gonna wait till we get to that part. Like one woman got me and she was like, Yeah, you got weight behind your dick. Like she enjoyed it. And so right. I was like that caught me off guard. I was like, oh shit. That's the first time I've heard that. Like, you know, I know it got a little girth to it, but it's those red it's the things that I said. So we'll get into that for foreplay. We still got some more questions to ask. Um <laughs> all right, outside set out. Out of the sexual realm, what's your favorite feature on the opposite sex? You know, I don't know if you plan on ever getting married, if you're single, if you got a girl, but you know, the future, the future Mrs. Cruz, no relation to Terry Cruz, could be listening. To- <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. I definitely plan on getting married. Hopefully, she will come around. And if not, I'm I'm very content with just being single for the rest of my life. I don't mind being a rich uncle. I'm cool with that. Throw that out there. But uh, the first thing that you comes to mind, be a sugar daddy possibly. I will say, <laughs> I like that. Hey, I'm not gonna. I, if I got it like that, and then you know I'm single, I ain't gonna say. You know, it might not be a sugar baby, but I might even take care of somebody. You know what? My and my cousin said that he was like, I can see you like being like 50 years old having a young stripper. I was like, you know what? If that's the life. That's the life I got to go with. <laughs> got you, got you. All right, let's get back to this question, though. But no, nah, first thing, eyes. Like, I, yo, some women have sexual eyes. Like, they they look, and when I say sexual because I know a lot of people don't understand what that means. They just look, like, sex eyes, it's like, it's alluring. They look at you and you like, damn. 
you probably like not even they do stuff like you like very flirtatious and lustrous like it's something about your eyes speak a lot yes i so i would say eyes is the first thing i definitely peep before boobs before ass i the eyes tell a story yes okay all right so you definitely one of those, like, girl, I can tell you fine, even with your mask on. Like, you could just... Even with right, even with the glasses on, I could tell. Salute to Kiki. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. Because for me, it's the smile. Like, the mouth area, but especially the smile, I'm a go-to smile person. Like, mm. if you got a nice smile... So let me, let me ask you, is it, it the smile with the teeth or is it a regular smile, even a grin? I want to say both, but if I had to pick like one of the other ones, one one of them, it would be with the teeth. Okay. So like, I like to see because I feel like then you're really not necessarily forcing it, but you're you're breaking out the fullness of your smile. Because when you show teeth, you know, versus a grin, mouth widens a little bit more. Um, which is to add on what you said, which is why I say laughter is definitely good for the mental health. And I love making women laugh. That's where I kind of, um, in a, a gathering, a get together, a kickback. I that's where I like. I, let me not say weed them out because that sounds very uh, predatory. Mm-hmm. It's like that's where I get to know you. Like I know what make you smile. I know what make you laugh. I know where your humor sense is. I know your limits. So yeah, I definitely want to see you give a genuine laugh. Not that. Nine to five laugh because I had that. Nine it looked five. like you were about to do it. Go ahead and do it. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like you wanted it. <laughs> Yo, we're doing this. So this for those listening, the, the first half you- of that laugh was my nine to five laugh, but the second half was my genuine laugh because I love laughing. Laughing, right. I love you know all that, but I could tell when a woman is really and I back away from it because I'm like, okay, you're not really laughing. You just like feel awkward. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been, I've been in those things. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. You know, I got you. Yeah. All right. Is that your way to shoot your shot? Usually, like, you, you approach it with a joke or something? I won't say that because when I was doing the, the dating app thing, which I will not do because I'm an extrovert and I need that physical energy. I've had successes on it, but I definitely need that physical aspect. When I did the dating app thing, my bio, I didn't have, like, oh, I'm single, I work here. I had – it was strict. I said – Dating me is like finding a hundred dollar bill in your jeans pocket while you're doing laundry. I got a ton of swipe rights. They laughed at it. They was like, I love that. It's unique, this and that. And I've had success with it. So if, if any guy want to use that, go ahead. It's cool. I don't care. But that's the thing. That, that, that described me. My man said the ebook. On how to tell a joke. <laughs> it's, listen, the book is coming soon. The book is coming soon. All right, what what one celebrity would you like risk it all for? Like Ooh, you see okay. them and you taking the you taking the draws off and just throwing it at them. Like you can't Ooh, have them yours. I listen. I, can I say two? Because they 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 both top tier. Okay, it's two of them. Because I listen, Kelly Rowland. And Lala Anthony, I have been since the listen. While everybody was fanboying over Beyonce, I always and I will stand by this. I personally think Kelly looked better than Beyonce. I don't give a fuck. Beehive, get at me. I don't give a fuck. I don't care about being canceled. No, I think Kelly looked better 
than Beyonce. That's me. My personal preference. Lala, even when she was a VJ, a uh, um, video discography, when she was doing it with um, DJ Clue, I've always been in love with this girl. Even before Melo came in the picture, she always been it. So looking at their glow up now, it let me know, like, I spotted it before it was big. So those are the two women. If I got a girl, I will tell my girl, listen, baby, I love you. If you want to leave me, you want to talk shit about me, that's fine. But if Kelly Rowland or Lala ever told me, listen, I'm going to give you 30 seconds, baby, those 30 seconds, I'm taking it. I'm not going to think about you. I'm not thinking about the kids. I'm going to think about the kids, but I'm not going to think about you. I I love Kelly Rowland. I love Lala. I, I'm, ooh, Honey Nut Cheerios. <laughs> Oh man, that's crazy. You ever heard the the black youngster song? He'd be like, but nobody look better than Beyonce. Well, he's talking to like a shorty, he's yeah. hyping her up, he's giving her compliments, and and then he's just like, but you don't look better than Beyonce. You know, all right, Beyonce, Kelly I know what to find. Rolling all day, Kelly Roll. She have a a certain, and that's the thing is, like, Kelly Rowling is fun. She is beautiful. Like Kelly Rowling has something. She had that Genesee quad. And I'm 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 a, just a little uh, tidbit for my guy, Mr. L, on his podcast. I looked up the definition of demisexual because I want to make sure if that's me, demisexual. But then they was like, "Is a guy who's I guess interested in both sexes," which I'm not. So, but it's like that's why I use the word genesis qua because Kelly Rowland. It's like when people look at Beyonce, they'll automatically say, "Is she look better than Kelly? Her body better than Kelly?" or whatever but it's like i will still choose kelly over her like i will never choose beyonce kelly listen kelly Rowland is perfect to me and beyonce she she perfect but she not as perfect as to me she's not as perfect as kelly Rowland. i love kelly Rowland. like i love when she had the short hair the long like i love this girl i love oh i love the way she talked let me let me stop because I'll get a little <laughs> get a little head. I love Kelly Rowland, man. So you said a word that made me want to ask this question because I want to know: Is it your safe word? What is your safe word when you like scream "Honey Nut Cheerios"? I just saw somebody using that as a safe word. Oh no! Nah, so um, I said that because that's what um, uh, Kevin Garnett said to come. <laughs> that's what he said to Lala. Oh, <laughs> he called the honey. He said, "Your girl tastes like honey nut cherry." That's what caused the scruffle. So that's what I always ran with. But Lala is so cool. Like I like Lala because you know what it is too. Before, like I watched her since the beginning, and then she had her. Um, because I only like reality shows if it feel authentic, and hers was authentic. And when she, when she was, and I watched a lot of interviews and stuff as a content creator, and she was like. Um, when she went on the breakfast club, they was like, Oh, when he called you, honey, nut Cheerios, how you feel? She was like, I don't feel the way like we never mess with each other, but honey, nut Cheerios need to run me a check like that. I like girls with that type of personality, like they don't take nothing too serious because she knows she didn't sleep with Kevin Garner. He he did that to get under mellow skin, this and that, but it's like, but I'm and I'm gonna leave it off like this. When Carmelo cheating allegations and everything came out with the second child, 
Look at what she was started doing. She had, to my personal, me personally, she had the best silhouette challenge. I'm gonna have to check that out because I don't think I saw her silhouette challenge. She fought, and she a milf. She got a kid. She got a team. She's beautiful. Yeah, she's incredible. Woo, she is. I, but I just want to take the credit to say I loved her even way before Melo. I, I know, I know that's corny, but I just want to say I always loved Lala when she was in Tuka Play That Game, one of my favorite movies. I always loved Lala. So, Lala Anthony, George Cruz, do it. You, you got you got it out of your system. Yeah, we can move on. A little pre-com. <laughs> All right. These are the last two questions. Um, advice you'd give younger you? In regards to sex or just in general? Well, actually, those are going to be a, it's a two-part question then. In general and then sexually. Um, I'm sorry. In, in general, you're going to be good. All the confusion you're telling yourself, I would say just go for it, but you're going to be good. Like, don't be afraid to take those risks. Those people that you are around, they will not be around, and it's okay to let them go. You will be good. Um, that don't mean you're not loyal. That just means you're growing because you never know who will truly be around because life has a funny human humor, and you will definitely – You'll be good at the end of the day. Just put yourself first. Stop putting other people above you. And, yeah, I'm going to leave it like that. All right. In regards to sex, open yourself up more. Even now, I definitely am – I have my opinions on the LGBTQ plus whatever community, but – don't be afraid to learn stuff because you never know who you can learn from. Like they can definitely school you on a couple of things. Right. You, I've always been an open-minded person. When I talk to my past self, I'll say, keep that open mind, but just be more willing to learn stuff. Don't um, shut them out. And it's okay if people try to say, oh, cause you're opening your mind. You want to explore. Oh, they want to put you on the same Oh, you're gay, this and that. No, you're just learn. You're learning about other. I don't want to say cultures, but other communities. That's perfect. Other communities. It was something that you said. That you said, and um, yeah, we ain't talking about foreplay, man. What's going on? Nah, we we get you spent about ten. Oh, I know you said last two questions, so I was yeah, like, yeah, those okay. are just those are just. The, I told you this is the getting to know you question. Okay, 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 okay. okay. My bad, my bad. I was like, this is it's over. <laughs> You said to open your, yourself up more sexually, right? That's right. the sexual advice that you would give yourself, right? Yeah. And I'm yet, ready. Go ahead. Go ahead, Hal. I was making sure I wanted to form it the correct way. But in the episode that we did on your podcast, right, you brought up that you said that you felt like you have vanilla sex. Right. Do you still stand by that? And and what is your definition of vanilla sex? Like, what is vanilla sex to you? Mm, so I'm I'm glad we talked about that. So thanks to you, you gave me a more broadened um, aspect of it. So when I say vanilla sex, because I first of all, when if you look up the definition, they'll say like you know it's the basics. You like missionary. Missionary is my favorite. I well no no no. Let me let me not lie. I don't want to lie. My favorite is. Reverse coward. I love when women are riding me and they're facing the other way, but I still want that closeness. 
I still want, you know, to feel like the cowgirl. Yeah. I've always been like the cowgirl. Like, I want to see them face me. I want to see those reactions. I want to see that that facial expression. I want to see now, I'm glad you said that because with me, I like reverse because it's like I'm talk. I love talking to women ears. I love telling like, you know, yeah, you like that, this and that. So it's like they're not looking at me. They're focused on their eyesight is other, other way. So even if they try to look back, they can't really see me, but it's like, you listening to my voice. That's always go with reverse cowgirl, but oh no, definitely look at me, definitely kiss me, because I can't have sex without kissing you. Like I I'll, can't do that. That's I've y'all have heard the podcast. I'm in I've done some freaky shit. But one thing that I I can absolutely not go without is kissing during sex. Yeah, that's weird. I can't, if I can't kiss you during sex, I can't have sex with you. Like, my dick might go soft just from that. I enjoy kissing. Kissing turns me on more. Yeah, like, I met you five minutes ago. We in the uh, club, the lounge bathroom. You just smoking hookah. You just down some jalapeno peppers. I'm still kiss you. <laughs> I'm with it. Like, I'm not going to say all that, but I'm going to let you ride with listen, it. Hey. For the moment, you're not even going to think she just down some jalapeno peppers. But yeah, but off that first taste though, like you just gonna keep going. It's like fuck it at that but, point. But, but that started up. That started up because something, and this is where I go with it. Something brought y'all to that bathroom. So I'm I'm not saying you can't get turned off, not yeah. at all. But I'm saying like it brought you to that. So, so I thought what I thought you were saying is that even though you knew she ate all of that, and her breath is kicking. And you go no, 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 no. Kissing, and then you realize no, 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 no. you just like you know what fuck it anyway i'm already here i'm just gonna keep going with it i'm i was i was trying to set the moon my bad my bad my bad <laughs> I just, that's what i wanted to make sure you went so what i'm saying is like it it, it brought us to that bathroom like because while you was eating jalapeno i mean she could have had some water behind that and this but it's like we were we had some type of convo where it's like Let's go to the bathroom. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, foreplay is so important. Like, man, like, it, it really set the mood. Like, right. Woo. All right. We'll get into that. We're going to get into that in a second. We about to. We about to. We're good. So, do you think that now, like, after that, you don't feel like you have vanilla sex anymore? Or that you don't have vanilla sex? After talking to you, I. I won't say, you know what, and when I said it at that time, right. because I don't eat ass, I, I haven't ate it yet, and a lot of women have been pressing me afterwards since. Would you Would you get your ass ate? Or have you had your ass ate? I would, I, I, and I said this before, salute to my girl Shiny at the Lipstick and Laundry podcast. I don't have a problem with it as long as we keep it like on the external part like you're not gonna stick your tongue deep in my ass like i don't i don't do the ass play like me personally and it's, it's not me being toxic masculine just keep it on the, I, I don't if that's, mind. If, that's, if that's not your preference and that's not your preference yeah it's not my preference that's that's it but i i'm i'm i'll i'll try it out i'll try it out let me say i as this present time i have not had it but yeah. i will try that because like i'm 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 open to certain stuff, not everything, but certain stuff. And if I see like women are really into that, like for some reason they like the, into eating ass. Yeah, 
Like, yeah. I, I don't want you to, like, I mean, I don't mind. You want to say you ate my ass? Like, all right, whatever. So, I think it's one, it could be, I don't know. I'm going to have to get a woman on here who's comfortable talking about her, you know, experience and enjoyment from eating ass, eating men's ass. Um, but, yeah, I don't. That's a very good question. I'm I'm curious as to why they enjoy it. So I've never really yeah, like what, what's like the, I've never asked the women like I'm I'm all for it. You know, eat it, lick it, stick your tongue in there, nice and wet, all of it. Um, but it was just like she enjoyed kind of seeing the pleasure it was causing me. So it wasn't necessarily like oh I just love eating ass. I love that it's causing you this pleasure, or they're even just like. They're just nasty like that. And I mean nasty in a good way where they're just like, fuck it, I want to try it. I want to see what it's like to be on the end giving it. So in regards to the first part you said, I never got my ass ate, so I don't know how I would react. And I'm not somebody and I'm not a guy who, if if I were to get my ass ate, I'll be like, if I say like, you know, hoo-hoo-hoo on some Winnie the Pooh shit, I won't feel like less of a man. Yeah, like, boy. Like, I won't feel like less of a man, okay, it's taste because it's a woman doing it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I won't feel less of a man. I just never, it never been. It's just never, it's never occurred. So would you rather, so <clears throat> would you rather a woman come to you and just be like, hey, how do you feel about getting your ass ate, this, that, or the other? Or would you rather have it like, you know, while it's happening? <clears throat> Well, let's let's dive into that. How would it just happen? Like, because well, she's sucking my dick, and all of a sudden she if she throw my legs in the air, I'll be like, "Whoa, wait, don't! I don't want my legs in the air." Like, hey, it's multiple ways that you can get it done. You just find which one that you're comfortable with. But say, you know, I've had. A I, I would prefer if I'm laying, I'm laying down on you know my stomach, and she she just spread it open. And, yeah. And I know the difference between a tongue and some other thing, so. Right, like, right. No, it's it's cool. Like, I was just curious because there have been times where it's happened and, like, the woman was giving head and her tongue just, like, grazed it, you know. Oh, the gooch. Yeah, it could have been. No, it could have grazed the asshole. I don't know. When I'm talking about head, I'm including the gooch into that because I like okay. my head gooch. Um it, which is very common because, like, I I like my I didn't know it until uh, I dropped the ball with this girl. I got my ball sucked. I never would have say I I wanted my ball sucked, but she let me know like balls getting sucked is a nice because it's and she did it in a nice way where my testicles didn't get damaged and right yeah so one day, one day we're gonna have that conversation about. <laughs> I don't probably know how to do it because I never suck balls and I, I don't aspire to suck balls. But it's some women out here who are gentle, but yes, yeah, salute to y'all women, and it's lovely. Um, <clears throat> I I had my gooch like before because she was sucking. Oh, yeah, so say if she's like if she's just down there licking your gooch and her like tongue just grazes it. Like, would you rather find out that way that like you know she just started doing it while you're getting your gooch? Oh, okay. I get what you mean. Rather her be like, "Hey, I want to do this." I'm not. I'm very. I'm. I'm confident and comfortable in my masculine, my sexuality, and my masculinity. So I wouldn't feel less of a man. Like, not not necessarily feeling less of a man, but just like, which one would? Which? How would you rather have it go down? Basically, 
Like, which one would you enjoy more? If she just surprised you with it or, like, alerted you, hey, I'm about to do this? No, nah, she just do it. It's like, whatever. If I don't like it, I'm going to stop her. But right. well, you do, do what you got to do. I, w- I wouldn't feel – if she don't have no malicious uh, intentions, Yeah, I wouldn't care. Like, you know, you're not going to – Lick my, you know, let's say she's licking the gooch and all of a sudden she go to the asshole and yeah. I'm enjoying it. All of a sudden she try to shove her finger like, no, whoa. Yeah. We know the hard <laughs> limits. That's why you have conversations beforehand. Men have consent too. Like, let that be known. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, which is, why, why do you think that men don't talk about sex? Like, we've talked, we're man. like, yo, we're the, sex, yeah, it's like a lot of men who don't, who don't talk about sex like with each other. Not as far like homeboys, you know. We talked about we're the freakiest ones in our friend groups, and so we don't normalize men in groups talking to, not necessarily groups, but just like talking with your homeboy about sex. Damn, that's kind of difficult for me because I hmm. all right, so I get what you're going at. So because I was for a second, I was like, I'm the guy that he's sending the sex tape to, but whatever. Um, but no, and what you're saying is because. Men, masculinity is such a, a taboo word that men have it where we can't even say like, like even the comment we haven't, most men won't have with it because they feel, which I think is where they feel less masculine because it's like they don't want to feel comfortable with talking with their man just saying, yeah, I like, I like getting my ass ate this and that because it's like it, it, it leads to other things, which is why I definitely want to touch on the LG. BT community plus community. My bad if I butchered that, but I'm still learning. But a lot of guys, they feel less masculine if they let you know, let you into that certain realm, which is why they um they 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 put this armor of no homo on it. So basically, if I say, Yeah, I had sex with this girl, this and that, she ain't my ass. To them, I gotta say no homo because it's like because oh, you think it's something that's homosexual. Right. You know, they and that come down to if a guy that's why I always say, not only am I comfortable, but I'm like I'm I'm comfortable with my uh sexuality, like I'm a straight man. I don't feel no type of way. I'll I'll put it out there. I've had gay men hit on me. I've had one time a gay man smacked my ass. I I was offended by that, but I don't feel less of a man even though he smacked it really hard, but I don't feel less of a man. I've had, I've had one gay man tell me, yo, I was driving him to my cousin. He's like, yo, I will give you the best head you ever had. I'm like, no, buddy, I don't go that way. Just man. I went on a trip and a gay guy, uh, uh, I guess a closet guy, I should say, he came out on me. Like, I, I understand because to me, I'm a good looking nigga. If I could be super blunt, like I'm a good looking nigga. Like I'm, and the thing is what I tell people all the time, I have a personality, which go back to Genesee Qua. I make them feel comfortable. So maybe some have taken it the wrong way and that's fine. That's cool. I don't get offended, but like you, yeah, you don't think any less of yourself because you know, like them for who they are. I am who I am. Yeah, like just understand I love women. It's not and mm-hmm. with me, it's not because of what the Bible say or what society think. I just love women. I'm not attracted to men. If I, I don't have a problem complimenting a man, 
but I'm not attracted to men. Like I'm not. I no. Yeah. And that's what me, me and um, I had an episode with one of my boys goes by the boss and um, he was a gay man. And we were talking about that. And I explained that on the episode, like I can do all of these things that especially in the black male community are deemed as gay. Even if you do them with a woman, I'm doing this with a woman. I love women. I'm attracted to women. That's what it is. So I don't feel the need to be like, Hey, I've done X, Y, and Z no homo at the end because it's it's not homosexual and we're not gonna be homophobic by throwing that on it yeah like nah i'm i'm not with that homophobia thing like is he is either you're into it or you're not but i will never put nobody down for it like no because how can we say love is love and love who you love but then all something a person say i'm a man who love a man or a woman who love a woman and we like oh no you can't do that like I got you. Um, so yeah, so real quick, would you consider yourself to still be having like vanilla sex or or, or a vanilla sex person? Yeah, no. Mm. Uh, well, there's, there's multiple the- ways you can define vanilla sex because, like, to me, although there is a lot of freaky shit I like to do or have done, it doesn't mean that I I push vanilla sex aside. Like, there are times and places where I enjoy it. To me, vanilla sex is it's the typical movements in bed. You know, we just laying there, having sex, missionary. It can be missionary. It can be doggy. It can be from the side, whatever. But it's not the grabbing the hair or choking or smacking or slapping, putting the thumb in the butt, using toys. You know, that's what it's not. Right. And then, like, they're still places and times to me being a freaky nigga to have another sex. I enjoy it still. You can enjoy both. You know, that's what I believe. You can enjoy both of them. And it, it's, the freaky sex is always not required, just for myself. Like the BDSM stuff, I'm still going to want to smack some ass. But even if that's taken away, we're just still having just sex and it feels good. Vanilla sex is lit. Right, and that and that's where I'm kind of leaning toward because it's like I I think I say vanilla sex because one I don't want to disrespect people who are in the BDSM community and I don't want to you know say like oh I'm this and I'm not really that like I would never say I'm a dom because then it's like I approach a real dom is like oh no I'm not on your level you know not to say I'm less than him but it's like I don't want to disrespect that definition. But on the well, other hand, it's that's, like that's the thing, and I'm I'm gonna have an episode soon about being a dom and the submissive. Everything falls the way I need it to, but it doesn't make me any lesser of a dom. I'm still learning. You can always learn, right? There's somebody who's more experienced or does something a different way. You know, it doesn't make you less of a dom. You just are two different doms. You represent, uh, for instance, the episode that I had, my boy, he was a dom. And he's, I'm like, yo, do you treat your, do you treat your submissives? Like if they're good, I might get them a little something or do something to them that caters to what they like. And he was just like, reward them for what? Their reward is just being like coming basically. Like that is their reward. That's what they get. And I was just like, oh shit. All right. Like it took me a minute to like, to, to learn some rules that certain doms have that I wouldn't even think of. Like at first, 
all, all my, I maybe had like four rules. But then as I started to learn more, I'm just like, oh shit, there can be rules for this, rules for that. It doesn't make me less of a dom because I only had four rules. I'm just still learning. I think that you can always learn. You can always grow being a dom. Right. So just because somebody, you know, knows a little bit more than you. Nah, don't think of yourself as dumb. Is more um, less of a dumb. Think of it like, all right, bet I'm about to increase what I do because mm-hmm. this sounds very interesting to me. This sounds pleasurable for me or for her, or something that I know that or he or she would enjoy. And that and that's the thing with me when I say vanilla because I don't want to like I said I don't want to disrespect anyone's thing, but it's like it also comes into the play where. I think of what I did and a lot of people, they did more, but then all something when they hear what I did, it's like, damn, you did that. So I always keep it like very uh, mutual. And I say I'm vanilla, but I definitely have like ideas. I have um, certain kinks that, you know, cause like I said, I, I, I've been saying this whole episode, I'm big on foreplay and uh, I'm definitely big on missing. Is it my favorite position? I won't. I don't know if I'll say it's the number one, but it's definitely up there with the verse cowgirl. But I like. I love missionary. I'm. I'm a missionary kisser. I have no problem doing that. I know the. You know whether it's the bend the legs or have it up. Like I'm very big on that because I'm. I like intimate. I like intimacy. I like the passion behind it. So that's why I always say like you know I'm vanilla. So. But maybe I'm not like when I tell people stuff like I say, yeah, I ha- like you know we have those uh, never have ever games, right? They'll say like, oh, have you ever had sex here? I'm like, yo, then they'll be like, ew, you do it more than me, and I'm like, I feel like I'm a rookie, so that's why right. I, I go. To- and that's and that's why I ask like, what would your definition of vanilla mix? I think to everybody, it's something different. I posted it on Instagram and asked some people just to get get where their minds were at. And certain one of those are like different levels. Like to me, one of them could be like a level two. And mm. then the other person would be like a level five. And I'm like comparing, like, damn, this seems vanilla compared to what this person, you know, is doing. Right. So I think it I think when it comes to vanilla, it's all about what what you define it as. All right, so let me ask you, what do you define vanilla as? Um let's see. I would define vanilla for me is is mainly like um like I said the the basic the basic missionary doggy all of that where you're not throwing anything else in there there's no ass smacking there's no hair grabbing there's no choking no finger in the butt and doggy or no hand around her neck no giving her the love taps and missionary varies um but like those those to me that's what that's what I see when I see vanilla. Now all that, there's nothing wrong with it. I, I still enjoy those things. Yeah, of course. Like, so I'll say to add on to what you said, I will say, ex- you know, ex- exclusive. I'm definitely somebody who will explore, but it depends on the woman because not every woman has the same type of sex. Oh, definitely. And that's why I'm big on the communications joint because you need to figure these things out. Um, but anyways, that's dope. So it's good to know that you're not out here just having, you know, that, that sugarless Kool-Aid type sex. Um, nah, my shit definitely not boring. 
<laughs> nah. You said what? Not born? So my shit definitely not born. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's jump to it because you've been wanting to talk about it. Role play. So that's one of your kinks. What, what are some of your... Do you have any other kinks outside of that that you've, you've come across? I've been exploring buy-in. I've definitely been exploring buy-in. Definitely uh, big on... Uh, light, light buy-in. I'll say light buy-in because I'm not like... You're def- I don't, I don't want to leave a print, but I just want you to know what I'm enjoying this. So dude, that's, that's definitely uh, one of my things. Um, uh, I definitely like uh, dirty talk. I, woo, I will say that's the thing that oh, get people. Uh, like, so dirty talk or like degrading or both? No, I don't. I don't degrade. Like I'm, I'm, uh, I'm gonna tell you what to do. I'm gonna tell you how I like it. I want to hear your feedback at that time. Not when we done. All right. I'm, 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 and I don't mean how was like I'll t- say right now. I'm not a guy who asks women who pussy is this. No, that's corny. Listen, my fellow kings, you really want to know if you're hers or not? Ask her how does my dick feel. Ask her if she tell you so. I like to hear. Your dick is growing inside of me. That's that's I will get you pregnant off of that. That's uh that's that's my thing. Like I love that. Like describe my dick. Don't just tell me, oh, you got a big dick. No, describe it. Tell me what is it hitting. Even if it's like you can't really explain it, it's hitting my intestines. We know that's not physically possible, but you tell me that's what you feel. You feel in your stomach and all that crap. I wanna know like if you're going to call me tomorrow, like, yo, you, yo, this, that's what I'm saying. It's more than just who pussies is. Like, I want descriptions behind it. So that's how I am. I got you. I'm a man of detail myself. Like, I, oh, I enjoy hearing that. Like I said earlier, when Shorty was like, oh, your dick has some weight behind it. It has some force behind it and whatnot. Like, I was like, oh, you know, that was something different. Like, not the typical, oh, you got a big dick or this feels good. Like, no, if you can if you can get those words out, tell me how good it feels. Exactly. Like describe it. Let me know. All right, it got some weight to it. How I feel. Like this like I want de- I'm a detail very kind of guy. That's what's up. So back to something else you had said about the asking whose pussy is this. That's how people get caught up sometimes. Um <clears throat> I usually and especially being a dom, and you know that you're putting it down. There's a song that I added in my sex playlist. Tell me that this pussy is mine by Miguel. And that's what I'll whisper in the ear. Like, hey, tell me this pussy is mine. Genius God, definitely. Tell me this pussy is mine. If she says no, I fuck her. Well, if she doesn't say anything, I fuck her until she says it. And then if she just doesn't say it, I'm just not putting it down right. Or either she's just that stubborn. Um, but all right, what is it? So biting, I'm a fan of biting, being bitten. I like to see marks. I want to leave that mark. I want to, I want you to be able to feel it still. My, the imprints of my tooth the next day. I want to see like what I've done. Let it be a reminder. Usually I bite it for the hell of it, for fun or as punishment. But I want to see that mark. It's just something about visually seeing things, just like hearing the details. I like to visually see it. 
My bad. So with me, maybe this is my years of being a side nigga. I don't want to leave no evidence. <laughs> so I like, you know, I like, like I said, I like to keep hidden unless you're my girl, then, you know, that's otherwise. But I'm keeping it in the sense of if we're single because I'm a single guy, so I'm keeping it in that realm. I don't want nobody to know we fucking, but I want you to know, no matter who you deal with, this and that, you know, like, damn, this this is just, like, I want you to think in your head, this is George Pussy, but I'm never going to ask that. I'm never going to ask that. But I like light, I like light biting. Like, foreplay is very important because I like to tell a story. And I would expect that from you, like, being a, a content creator. You like the, the storytelling. I, yeah, I, I love telling the story. And I know that I know how women talk because I always chilled with women all my life. And I want them to just, even if they don't tell their friends, when even if they're having like a sleepover and they're talking to their friends and they have that pause, I want to be that pause. I want them to know like when they're describing their story, I'm literally there with them. When they're telling their friends how I penetrated them, they could feel me. Like, I will never forget years ago, a woman texted me after I left her. And she told me, I still feel you inside of me. That was like, yes, that's that's the that's what I want to leave. Because I want to school my kings real quick. It's not always about the length. So when these women talk about the length of how big it is, girth play a part too. That girth. That's what stretched them out. And you want, listen, you want to stretch them out because any dude after you, they will know like, okay, you was able to access this temple because somebody already explored it. That's how I want, that's the, that's, that's what I want to leave behind it. That's what I go for. And that's what I've always left. I love, I love pussy. I love pussy. I think that Snoop Dogg is starting to hit my mans over here. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. So I remember us, we, uh, we didn't even talk about it a little bit this episode, but we talked about it on yours. Not trying to get off any business. I want you kissing. No, go ahead. Do you? Uh, but we talked about anal sex. You said you had never had anal sex. I'm, yeah, I've never done it. I will never let, I, I mean, we kind of say I will never let a woman penetrate me. And, this girl, Shiny, again, on the Lipstick and Laundry podcast, she tried to convince me to let a woman stick something up my ass, but no, nothing's going up there. I'm not with that. Sorry, ladies. You look for me and I'll let you uh, strap on. So, or- all right, all right. So when I say anal sex, I think that means being a penetrator or the receiver. So have you, have you, have you like, had anal sex? Like, you've given it to the woman? I've never, no, I've never done booty hole at all you never put it in a book before i never is there like a specific reason just not your thing or i don't like looking at shit (laughs) that's That's it that's the only reason fair enough but you know i'm not i'm not trying to convince you like hey listen bro no if you got pointers definitely do that no it's (laughs) well i mean you're a man so try and make it try and make it as clean as possible that's (laughs) ways to for for her or him you know, depending on who you're dealing with. But you see, that that's why I always go back to say vanilla, because you see how I am? Like, I'm talking about 
penetrating. Like I've had women squirt in my mouth and all that crap. But then there's like, oh, anal is like that's the tab. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I I'm I'm like like I don't I don't even like women spitting in my mouth, but I will kiss you and took my put my thumb I'm my thumb, I'm sorry. My tongue down your throat. I love kissing. I'm big on kissing. But you can't spit in my you can't you can't cock spit in my mouth, but it's like I think that's what a lot of people think that spitting in somebody's mouth. Not even the drop though. Like, I don't want you the, to drop it. What you, the, the drop is what you go for. That's what I go for at these. Like depends. If we're in like a, a degrading mode where she wants me to really make her feel like she's a slut, then See, that's I'll talk my shit and I'll <laughs> I'll open open your fucking mouth. Grab her by the jaw, spit in it. Depends on it depends on the scene. But like for most people, I think it's not that, you know, that cock spit. You don't grab all the saliva that you can and just lunge it in her mouth. It's more to drop. Like, it's aesthetically pleasing to see. And just but to that's know, what they like, see in porns. And so it's like. It wasn't even in porn. I like, I like, like, the sloppy, passionate kisses. If we go. Yeah, like, like that's why I say I'm so different. Like with that, though, you, it's so much saliva being exchanged already. This is the same thing, just transporting it a different way. You know what it is? I don't mind if it's, like, kissing-wise, but don't, like, like, I mean, obviously, well, as the man, because, well, all right, let me, let me, because I love Ron, like, I love, you know, versus Cowgirl. And even if she do count regular Cowgirl, let me, yeah, let me put that out there. I love regular Cowgirl, too, because obviously I love kissing. So she facing me. It's just reverse Cowgirl tell more of a story. So... If she's rotting me, let's not be more political. If she's rotting me and she want to kiss me, I'm super down. I'm super 100% down with that. But if she's, you know, rotting me, she's sitting over me, and she, like, spitting, it's like, <laughs> like, let's say let's say she's doing it without, without consent. She spit, and then just get on my face. I'm like, all right, get off. <laughs> I can't do this. Like, I don't because I feel degraded. Like, <laughs> all right, so we know that being degraded isn't one of your kinks. Yeah. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't you say you like you like to be spanked? Oh yeah, I, I haven't listened, lady. So, so you don't see that as a degrading a degrading notion? No, because it's like um, I, I I don't know. Like it's like round me up, like you know what I mean. Especially because I'm in missionary. If I'm fucking a missionary, you want to spank? Keep it going. Like it's like that 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 vigor. It get up. Like I was about to say, like a bull, but I think bulls kind of go crazy. But it's like you rallying me up. Like I don't mind that. Like I don't feel. No, I don't feel degraded. That's, that's, that's like your push the start button if she smack you on the ass. Yeah, like yo, like go, like cause it's like like men do it in the uh in sport sports entertainment. Oh yo, boom, good game. But it's like. When your girl, when your girl do it, it's like keep going. It's it, it's that build up. Like that's that's how I look at it. Like that's interesting because I've 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 tried to get spanked and it just wasn't my thing. It wasn't my thing at all. <laughs> I am the spank. But you love being spit on. <laughs> it's not being spit on. There's there's a difference. Then it's not because I'm not I'm not a degrading. 
Like, I'm all right, so here. this is the this so is it's the, not like I'm sitting there just like yo, spit right here on my cheek. Like, nah, it's hey, spit in my all mouth. right, but no, uh, so let's be I'm be realistic, and this is where the realistic part of me and the content creative part come out of me. Let's say, all right, let's say she's doing you cowgirl, regular cowgirl, and you're she, you know, yeah, I used to spit and she go for the she go for the spit, but it goes. You know, she accidentally go like on your eyes and you know all that. Are you like, what are you doing at that time? Me being who I am, I'm either gonna grab her by the throat mm. or I'm gonna instruct her, come to get up, and do it again. So then I'm, I don't mind having my face lit. I like licking faces. I don't mind having my face lit. So when I pull her down here and tell her to lick it up and do it again, that's what she's gonna do. She's gonna bend over. Then back over, spit in my mouth again. And then we mm. go. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, oh shit, you fucking missed it and hit me in the eye. Like, <laughs> you, I'm gonna give you a chance to correct yourself. And then now, what if a guy do do that? Would you consider him vanilla? Nah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't consider him vanilla. If there was absolutely nothing that he enjoyed, kinky, or even just outside of missionary doggy from the side just outside of those you know, there's no what is vanilla to you how do you answer that similar 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 to that right there what i just said also like if you don't do anything you don't kiss your partner during sex you don't you don't grab a hair while you're in missionary you don't put your finger in a butt like a combination of all of those if you don't do any of that then i consider it vanilla mm. so cool because for instance something that i see is vanilla some people might think otherwise, but morning sex, you're not really trying to kiss each other because you might have morning breath. It's not really oral going on. It's like the roll over and just put it in and go at it. To me, that's vanilla sex. And that's perfectly fine. I enjoy it. I think the best time to fuck is in the morning. I've never had morning sex, by the way. I got that written down as another thing. Like, is there is there a reason why or are you just... Well, being single and I've never, um, anytime I had sex with a woman, I kind of always just left. So we never uh, spent them. And even when I did spend the night, I left before she even woke up. So it's no, it's no like deep meaning. It's just, yeah, I just always left. I know my role, like, you know. Right. I get it. Because I love, I love my bed. I love my bed. Yes. Being in my bed at the end of the day, at the end of the night, whenever. I just love being in my bed. It's nothing to do with if I go and I'm having sex with somebody. Like, hey, it has nothing to do with you. I just want to be in my bed. I came, I did what we needed to. If there's no further aftercare or anything needed, I'm going to go home. It can be 5 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to my bed. Yeah, that's how, that's how I am. Like, even when I spend the night, it's like, I, you know, I gave you your comfort, but it's like I'm going back to my because I'm I'm gonna go to sleep anyway. I ne- I've never spent the night with a woman and then went home and been up. I always went back to sleep. Like so, you gave me a test, BDSM test, and I rank high on exhibitionists. With talking to me, would you expect that from me, or is like is a surprise? An exhibitionist. So you like for people to watch you have sex? I don't, yeah, I don't mind. I've been in a lot of, I've been to orgies. I've been to swinger parties. 
Um, yeah. I'm actually, I don't, you know, to be transparent, um, I'm going to, I don't know when this episode going to air, but I'm going to Mexico in two weeks. I just literally found, I literally just found out yesterday that there's a nudist beach out there. I'm going to check it out, but I got to see what the, cause I'm going to Mexico for a homie's birthday. So I got to see what she got planned, but I definitely want to check this nudist beach out and I have no problem stripping down like at all. I would say that I'd be surprised a little bit, but there'd be part of me that wouldn't because you're an extrovert. Yeah. <laughs> you like to be out, you like to be seen. And then you like the clothing that you wear. Like you said, people like to compliment that. So you like being acknowledged. Those yeah. are the things that would have me just like, I can see it a little bit. And then the other part of me would be surprised as fuck. I like that. Well, that's dope. Hey, you know, I, I definitely want to hit a new beach. Yeah, I, I just next, found next couple of years. You know yeah. what? I'm I'm when I'm when you know we not I'm like listening or we not wrapping it up, but I'm about to text this girl like yo, I'm going to a new beach while we out there. So either you down or you not, but I'm stripping because I like to be new. I love I used to sleep naked all the time. When I live by myself, I sleep naked. I used to be around naked. I was um I didn't watch the show like that, but I remember on the show Friends, it was something called The Ugly Naked Guy. I'm not ugly, but I was always naked. And literally, I would I saved a ton of money on laundry. So if you live by yourself, be naked. You save a ton of money. I'm talking about no underwear, no nothing. Like, you will save a ton of money on laundry because you're not wearing nothing. You, you take a shower, dry yourself off, it, or you could air dry and boom, you're good. All right, so we know if there was a nudist colony ever built, George is gonna be the president. Oh, I'm I'm so with it. That's what it's looking like. I'm with it. Was there anything? Was there anything else on that BDSM test that like stood out to you? Something that either you looked at and it was just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize, or I wouldn't have think that this would have been this. Nah, nothing that I can think of. No, um, I'm trying. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go back because I've been. I sent it to you, so I, nothing that really surprised. It was just it gave me more of a understanding of what I am per se in the in the community because I never want to disrespect anybody. Thing that's that's where it come down to the most, like. I never um, want to disrespect what anybody has or, you know, going through because it's a community. They, this is what they live their life on and everything. So, nah, nothing um, nothing I can think of. Nah, I was... Um, cool. I was just curious. Because um, I'm a nasty dude. Like... Yo, I all right. So you, so one second you like, oh, I'm vanilla, and then the next second you like, oh, I'm a nasty dude. But you can, I, all right. So I'll ask you, you can't be vanilla and nasty. Yeah. So maybe so, I should create my own, my yeah, own. I told you, I I appreciate the vanilla sex just as well as all the freaky kinky shit. You know what it is? Because another thing is, I, I, it, it all come down to respect. Like, all right. If you ask me, have I ever had public sex? Yes. How far did it go? And then when I hear somebody else's story, it's like, dang, I, I didn't, 
because I remember I even asked somebody like, "What's the nastiest thing you ever done?" And and my crowd is like, "Oh man, maybe maybe it's the people I'm around, and that's why I like going to swinger parties and orgies because it's like maybe this is my crowd, like that's what I'm searching for. Like maybe I'm just maybe I'm the 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 freakiest person." In my crowd, but maybe I'm vanilla to other people. So that's why I always say I'm vanilla because I feel like that's a good mutual word to say because I don't ever want to walk into because I don't like like even with women I don't like when women talk to me and say I could do this I could suck the best dick that no I want to see it so I don't want to walk into an establishment saying yo I could do this I could do that but then you know I'm in somebody like even with your presence and you like. You got a girl that's text you like, where you at, daddy? Like, da-da-da. And I'm like, I don't got no text like that. Like, I feel vanilla. So that's why I use that. So that's what I guess that's my safe word. <laughs> I think you just might be a mixture of both. I think that's what it is. You enjoy both of them, which is cool. Oh, I mean, I'm freaky. Things that have turned me on, I've been um, I'm not ashamed, but I gotta know who I'm talking to. I've sometimes talked to some of my guys, and I thought we was heading that way, and I said stuff, and they was like, what the? Like, even me, me saying I've been to uh, swinger parties and orgies, like, I'm, I always say I'm comfortable and confident in my sexuality. So I know when I go to these things, it's majority um the LGBT. An example. Like I said, I don't think I'm vanilla. Do you think I'm vanilla? Hell no. Do you... I've never been. I've never been to a sex party. I've never had like an orgy or been to a place where it's been like a, a full blown orgy. But just because you've experienced that, and I haven't. Like I don't. I don't think that I'm vanilla. No, but you explore more in regards to sex. Like, like you are. Like this is your life. Like I love sex. And I think it's very, very important. And like I, I literally, growing up, I used to tell girls, I will have to have sex with you before I date you because I don't want to date somebody who's whacking bad. However, I know that there's a community. That's what I'm saying. It's all about the respect for the community. I don't want to disrespect anybody. I know, like I, I and I think also vanilla to me is. I'm open to, you know, it, it don't matter. Like, I have my limits. Like, I'm not with the shit play or nothing, nothing like that. But the bondage, I'm going to either watch it or I might even be like, you know what? Maybe I'll try it out. What is that? Like, I, I, I even had a guy like this. It was a gay guy. And he approached me. He was a cool dude, but he was a little wacko. But he told me, like, he, like, me and strapped up this net. He was really into me. And I let him know, like, you know, I'm not into guys, nothing like that, but you're really cool. And I thought we could be, you know, cool, whatever. But, you know, again, he a little wacko. But he let me – he was, like, I'm into that kind of stuff. And I'm, like, I am, too. It's just I'm into it with women and you're into it with men. And I, I don't mind, like, when a man compliment me and this and that, but – it's like it's it let me know like I need a border my horizon because a lot of people in the the BDSM they have to be open, which is why when if I were to be invited, like even I'll I'll, I'll put you on 
I was invited to a gangbang party, um, I'll say like a month ago. I didn't go because with single men, they have to pay like $120. And to me, it's like, I'm not paying $120 for like three hours. But if you bring a girl, you could just say like, yo, it's less than, it's like $60. So I don't, I wouldn't mind paying that, but I don't know any female that would go with me because my freak level is up there where theirs is like, oh, I'm not into that, this and that. So I know that a lot of these um, organizations, they do that because they don't want, they feel like straight men, they go to these parties just to look for sex. So that's why I feel like straight men get the the, the shit into the stick because it's like somebody like me, I want to, you know, enhance my sexual experience, but I'm not a creep. It's like, I don't mind being around other men and all that. And I say that because that's what majority of them is. So they'll ask you stuff like, do you feel comfortable with being around um, men who have sex with other men? I don't mind. Just I'm, I'm not a part of it. That's it. Like I'm, I have nothing against gay people. I'm not going to preach the stereotypical, oh, I have a gay friend, I have a gay, because I have a gay cousin who I'm cool with, who I learn stuff with, but even me, I'm using, even with my podcast, I'm using it to reach out to other gay guys because I want to learn. I don't just want to use my gay cousin as my token gay person. Oh, I know about gay people because I have a gay cousin. No, I want to learn these things, but just understand it's more to that. Like I'm, I'm not, it's my, my preference, but I don't mind being around it. I don't look at a gay guy talking to another gay guy, kissing another gay guy. I've never watched gay men have sex, but it's like, I to where I filter my mind is if I'm watching a show like power, I watch Amari Hardwick have sex with Layla Lauren ghost and Angela and I don't, I don't feel like, damn, Amari, fuck, he doing it. It's like, it's a scene. That's how I look at it. So that's where I open myself up. But I always use vanilla as a safe word because it's like, I don't want no one to feel uncomfortable. Like, yo, you, vanilla is my safe word. My bad if I went off tangent, but I just wanted to explain it more. You're good. All right, so we're going to wrap it up here all right but with that because you had hit me up after i dropped the sex playlist episode and you was like yo we need to do a versus your playlist versus my playlist right so i felt like oh he he feels like he got something better than me you know (laughs) i took it as a competition you could have educated me on something that i didn't know but the way that you came up i was like okay he, he wants some smoke his playlist versus mine so I want you to tell me at least five songs that you would have or that you do have on your sex playlist. Hold it. Let me pull this pineapple juice real quick. <laughs> All right. So before, let me get that little quick disclaimer. Definitely a good episode. Yeah, I have not listened to it. Definitely go listen to it. Um, so with, with sex playlist, it, like, you was, you was talking that talking. I like how you was touching on certain songs. And when it comes to sex play, it depends on the mood. That's how I personally feel. So with what we got going on right now, I'm going to just go, ran- I'm going to say random moods because I don't, you know, it depends, like, what, what your goal is. So 
So how are we doing? I'm going to say a song, then you're going to say a song? How are we going to do it? Nah, I just want to hear five of yours. You already heard right. maybe about 10 of mine. Oh, so you? I just want to see what five you would. What five All right, you. so just it's, it's random random mood. You can, you can tell you can tell like what the what the mood is. You can set the mood for the song. Okay, okay, okay. So um definitely you want to put 112 you already know. Definitely, you know, I mean 112 they doing anything but Ludacris Splash Waterfalls. Now, if you want to do the original or the remix with uh um Raphael Sadiq, that's fine. Either or will set the mood. That's cool. Or enhance the mood because he definitely talking some talking there. It depends on how you are in the bed and what kind of music you listen to. Um, I'll be sure is definitely a go-to. I will say Natalie because that was very personal. Like, I will, you know, and I'll even say, and it, it also comes down to, because I grew up in the era where the you know things wasn't sensitive. We live in a sensitive time, but Albie Shaw was definitely a very good storyteller. So you know, and then saw Natalie. He started off saying, "I know she's gonna be surprised." Door open, boom. So he was like, "Um, you know, the girl said, Al, what are you doing here?'" And he like, "Honey, come close. To, you know, you're so cold. I just miss you, honey." Like he's telling the story, like. I'll be sure is the the romantic slash sex version of Slick Rick if you are into hip hop and everything. So that's definitely I'll be sure, you know, definitely putting more in your joint. Um Maxwell's This Woman's Work. That's a per that's that's me being very biased because loving basketball is very big to me. And that is the song that if you are familiar with the movie, Q and Monica, that's the song they had sex to for the first time. One of the best sex scenes ever. And it set the mood. Like, it definitely, it was very um, soft. But if you listen to the lyric, it, it definitely hit. So that was, that's on mine. And <laughs> I guess this way I come to um, the type of person I am, because I hung out with a dude. He used to play, like, rap songs while we had sex with girls. I didn't get it at first, but I understand it, it definitely enhances things personally. So I know you, Mr. L, you uh, mentioned, uh, you mentioned like Magic Stick on one of your things with 50 Cent Little Kim, but they have another song they did together. It's called Want to Lick. That one is way more enhanced than Magic Stick. Magic Stick is good, but... You you want to listen to one of the lick? That's that's uh. I'm gonna check it out. I don't think I've I've heard that one. Cause like I was big and big Fifty fan, right? So I'm gonna have to check, I'm gonna have to check that one out. And if you're into like hidden things, Fifty or well, Fifty say have a lot of hidden messages in his song. Amusement Park is actually very creative because he's talking about sex and he's using it metaphorically as an amusement park. I love that one. Dope. All right. So that's your five. Yeah. That's your five. All right. That's some interesting takes. I agree with all of them. I agree. Like when I listen for the music, like you said, it's, it's whatever mood. You know, if I'm in there going, you know, just quote unquote pound town, like I'm just hammering, then I want something that has a nice beat to go along with. It's kind of like when you exercise. Right. 
but those are definitely some good uh some good choices um yo that's honestly all i had to go over for this episode i mean George, you got any last words that you would like to say to the listeners once again where they can find you where they can listen to your podcast check you out on youtube um so like i said my at is G-E-0-R-G-E-C-R-E-W-S. Um, the Idiosyncratic Podcast, it drops every Monday at midnight. If I'm going to go on hiatus, I'll definitely let people know by the end of the episode. Um, my YouTube, George Cruz Tube, is straight G-E-0, no, I'm sorry, G-E-O-R-G-E-C-R-E-W-S-T-U-B-E. I'm definitely going to be uploading some content soon because i just bought some new mics so definitely look out for that soon um for y'all um sex deviants um a former friend of mine we did a short doc about uh black dominatrix i'm working on i personally am working on a project where i'm talking about black people in adult entertainment we did a project where we worked with a black dominatrix her name is sun sun um, you could go check it out. It's still on my links. It's called Whip, a Black Dominatrix. It's on the my former partner's YouTube channel. So you go check it out. You know, shameless plug, whatever. I feel weird saying that because I'm not, you know, I don't deal with the dude no more. But just look at it. The whole point is black people, we got to stop saying that's some white people shit. It's okay to be freaky. We definitely do some shit. It's, it's fine. It's okay. So definitely go check that out. At, I'm working on my personal stuff soon. Trust me, it's coming up. I just bought some new mics and everything. So that's definitely pulling up very soon. Um, like I said, you can follow my Instagram. I post like stuff, whether it's podcasts, my everyday life. I mean, I'm a cool dude. I'm a Liddy connoisseur. If you want to link up with me, you want me to be on your platform, let me know. I'm, I'm with it. I'm an extrovert. I'm down. It's all free content, good content, and um, yeah, that's all. That's everything I got. I'm not missing nothing else. Nope, that's everything. Dope, man. Well, once again, I appreciate you coming on, giving us your thoughts. Y'all go check his podcast out, check his pages out, show some support. He definitely will show it back. As always, I appreciate you guys for listening. If no one has told you today, let me be the first to say I love you. I appreciate you. You special. You matter. Till next time. You're.